Hey listeners, I recently launched an ad-free Serial Napper feed so that you can enjoy the podcast without interruptions. Elevate your Serial Napper listening experience by joining my Patreon community and get yourself an ad-free feed on Spotify. For just $2 a month, you can become a member today and unlock ad-free episodes while still supporting the podcast. It's super easy. Just visit Serial Napper on your Spotify app and click the button at the top that says exclusive episodes for subscribers. Don't use Spotify for your listening? No problem. Just visit patreon.com slash Serial Napper to get your episodes ad-free and enjoy uninterrupted storytelling while you get your naps in. The legends are true! Overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny! Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey everybody, konnichiwa. Nikki Young here, back with my true crime podcast series, Serial Napper. Tonight, I've decided to talk about something a little bit different, something not so much true crime, but something incredibly spooky, well, in my personal opinion. It's something that I've experienced firsthand, and I'm sure some of you listening have as well. Tonight, we're talking about the man in the black hat. My whole life, I've grown up with, well, let's call them sleep problems. We'll just call them problems. When I was a child, I would sleepwalk, and I don't mean just casually. One time, I literally stood up in the middle of the night at a sleepover and walked over the faces of the girls who were sleeping beside me in sleeping bags. I think I actually broke one of their eyeglasses. (laughs) I tried to leave in the dead of winter, and we're talking like a Canadian winter, and thankfully an adult found me before I got too far, because that wouldn't have ended up too good. Not once did I wake up, nor did I remember what had happened the next morning when I did wake up. This was just one of my sleep problems. The other little problem I had involved seeing things in my room that weren't really there. I mean, I guess it depends on your belief system as to were they really there or not, but I would scream in the middle of the night for my mother to come in because I had seen people or, you know, energy, things like that in my bedroom. It's kind of creepy right now because as I'm recording right now in my office tonight, It is gloomy, raining, and I actually expect a little bit of thunder, so (laughs) the mood has been set. Okay, back to my story. One time, I had seen an energy in the corner of my room that I believed to be my great-grandfather's. Now, I hardly knew my great-grandfather. He died shortly after my first birthday. Actually, my mother always told me that at his funeral and his wake, 
I had tried climbing into the coffin with him. So I was close with him as much as a baby can be close to someone. Even though I didn't have a whole lot of memory of him, I somehow knew that this energy in my room was him. And even though this would have been a loving presence, I was petrified. Another time, I saw a little girl who looked to be of Hispanic descent playing underneath my desk. It was in my room, just as it was how I fell asleep. However, this little girl was now perched on the floor underneath the table of my desk. She looked like she was hiding. And in this case, I pleaded with her to just go home. During some of these nightly visits, I've been able to speak. I'm not sure if it was actually audible or if I had just spoken in my head. But during other visits, I couldn't speak. I really couldn't, like, move. I felt paralyzed. Many of you have probably heard of this referred to as sleep paralysis. If you aren't familiar with sleep paralysis, let me fill you in. It's basically an event that occurs when your body is physically asleep, but your brain is still awake. So in the dead of night, you will be sleeping and suddenly you'll open your eyes and often see terrifying things that are in your room. But you feel paralyzed, unable to move or scream. Some people think sleep paralysis is paranormal, while others believe it to be just a physical response your body is having, easily explained by science. Of course, it's up to you what you want to believe, but I had become very familiar with the experience of sleep paralysis and otherwise. The whole experience of sleep paralysis and seeing things in my room that weren't really there scared me a lot when I was a child, and so I would pray. At that time, I had gone to a Catholic school and had been raised Catholic, so that was basically all I needed to do. I would pray, and I would pray, and I would pray, and I would pray out loud not to see these terrifying things. And it actually seemed to work most of the time. I started having less and less of these occurrences. In 2009... I met my now husband, and unfortunately, it wasn't long until he got to experience these night terrors firsthand. I can tell you he wasn't a fan and isn't a fan. I believe the first time it happened was in my old townhouse in Ottawa. We were both asleep in my room when I started shouting in a panicked voice, There's a man in the window! There's a man in the window right there! This scared the absolute shit out of him thinking there was probably like a robber or maybe somebody just peeking through the window. There wasn't. And I fell back asleep quickly after this. My poor, scared husband did not fall asleep as easily. It wouldn't be the last time he was subjected to my night terrors. In 2011, I would experience my scariest night terror ever. I was living in Petawawa, Ontario, which is a military town, and... Honestly, I think it's incredibly haunted anyway. We had both fallen asleep when I felt like someone was in the room with us. I don't know how that's even possible when you're asleep. Like, how do you feel a presence in your room when you're not even conscious? 
Maybe it's a survival instinct. I don't know. But my eyes shot open. At the end of the bed, I had a mirror closet door. And in the reflection, I saw the black hat man. It was hovering over my husband. No distinct features like I couldn't see if there were eyes or if he had a nose. He was basically a black mass, but I could clearly identify a top hat and what looked like either a cape or a trench coat. I have never felt more sheer terror in my entire life. I screamed at the top of my lungs in absolute horror. My husband always says he has never heard a scream like that in his entire life, like someone who had just seen the devil himself. After the scream, I cried out, There's a man standing over you, and buried my face in his shoulder. I don't think I've ever been as scared as I was in that moment in my whole life. My husband was sweet, and he was able to calm me down, and I fell asleep, but I doubt he was able to do the same. The next morning, we were in the kitchen cooking breakfast, talking about what had happened the night before. I was then, and still am, able to vividly remember what I saw that night. So, I decided to look it up. I wasn't even really sure what I was looking for. So, I think I entered something like, Man in Top Hat, or Man in Top Hat with Trench Coat. Within seconds, my Google results were filled with images, videos, and articles of thousands of people who had experienced the exact same thing as me. They had seen this man. The images scared me the most. There were so many drawings of exactly what I had seen the night before. And the resemblance was basically an exact match. So what the hell? Why would thousands of people see this exact same thing, this exact same being in the dead of the night? What was the connection? What could be causing it and who was this man? So we're going to dig into some theories here. Before we talk about who he might be, I think we need to consider that there may be a scientific explanation. It all goes back to the phenomenon of sleep paralysis. And scientists say there are physiological and psychological conditions that can cause this to happen. Let's look at WebMD, which honestly usually tells me my symptoms equate to cancer, but that's fine. I love to travel. From the bustling city of Tokyo to the beaches of Thailand, there's nothing I enjoy more than getting the chance to see the world and experience different cultures firsthand. But the language barrier, it can be an issue. Sure, you can use an app on your phone, but things often get lost in translation. I truly believe that learning at least some of the language of the land that you're visiting is the first step to ensuring a smooth and meaningful experience. That's why I'm excited about Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Japanese, Spanish, German, Korean, Italian, and more. Learning a new language can be tough especially with all of the different nuances. 
But Rosetta Stone is designed to help you speak like a local, so you'll feel confident in what you're saying. I don't know how many times I've been traveling to a new country and struggled to get my point across just because I wasn't properly pronouncing something that I thought I knew, which is why I love Rosetta Stone's built-in true accent feature, which helps you master your accent. They also have convenient desktop and app options so you can learn on the go. Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership includes all 25 languages. So once you're finished learning one language, you can start on another. Whether you're an avid traveler like me or just want to impress your friends with a new skill, it's a steal of a deal at 50% off. That's right. 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Researchers believe sleep paralysis is caused by a disturbed rapid eye movement cycle because it mostly happens as people are falling into or coming out of REM sleep. During that stage, their brains normally paralyze their muscles anyway so that they don't act out their dreams so that you're not physically doing the things that are in your dreams. But during sleep paralysis, the sleeper is awake or half awake at least, so is aware she cannot move. Studies show that between 25% and 50% of Americans have had sleep paralysis at least once. Many people who have it also have narcolepsy, in which they fall asleep uncontrollably. Sleep experts believe sleep paralysis might be partly genetic. And actually, with speaking with my mom after this happened, she noted that she also often suffered from sleep paralysis when she was younger. Other causes include stress and disrupted sleep schedules. Think things like jet lag or, you know, pulling an all-nighter. Several studies have also found links between social anxiety or panic disorder. I'm going to talk about that later because honestly, I do believe that some of what I have experienced is related to my anxiety. Some of those who suffer from sleep paralysis say they feel a sensation of a heavy weight on their chest, literally like someone or something is sitting on them. Now, I've only had this happen to me once but doctors say this can be attributed to the muscles around your airways being inhibited during REM sleep. So you might feel like something is pushing down on you, causing you to gasp for breath. So I mean, in theory, it kind of makes sense. Your body is asleep, your brain is awake, but what exactly would cause people to see the exact same figure during their sleep paralysis? That part to me is unexplainable. And I haven't really been able to find much science to back up why people would see the hat man. Like, cool, science. But why are we all seeing the same thing? There are some common elements in our dreams, but we don't always have the exact same dreams, do we? Okay, if you're not down with the scientific theories, let's talk about some of the more spiritual theories about who the hat man might be. Some believe he's a ghost a spirit of someone who has died. 
Usually in ghost sightings, though, you know, the ones that I've read about, people will say their vision was mostly like misty or like a white vapor that they could see through. But the shadow man is dark, like he is opaque. I could not see through him. He was solid black. However, he did have clothing like a human being, so I don't know. Some think he's a demon because of his menacing presence, you know, the vibe he gives off. And he often visits during times of trouble or turmoil in the person's life. During some visits, he's also been seen with red glowing eyes. So that kind of backs up the whole demonic theory. Okay, have you guys seen Insidious? If not, it's definitely one of my favorite horror movies, if not my favorite of all time. I mention this because in it, they cover the topic of astral projection, which is basically like an out-of-body experience that can happen during sleep. The soul leaves the body and travels through the universe, through different dimensions and different times and different places. Some believe that the hat man is basically a person having an out-of-body experience, an astral projection. Honestly, I kind of like this theory, to think that it's just another person out there exploring the twilight. Now, I don't even know if I want to mention this next theory, but aliens, anyone? That's not to say that I don't believe in aliens because, okay, I'm not ready to put on the tinfoil cap, but I 100% do believe in aliens. I think it's crazy to think that we might be the only life out there in this big bad universe. And think of all of the people who have claimed to have been visited by aliens in the middle of the night. Maybe they can disguise themselves as humans and have taken the form of this man in the hat. I don't know, but some people believe he's an alien. And then, of course... There's the theory that it's all simply a part of our imagination. Have you ever sat there in bed and stared out into the abyss of the dark in your room? And then you can start to make out figures or faces. Maybe your coat hanger turns into a menacing man. Or you're walking down a dark path and you start seeing shadowy people in the distance. Our minds can make up the craziest things. But... I just don't believe this to be the reason behind the hat man. I saw him clear as day, as if he were right in front of me now, and I can still remember every detail about him vividly. The hat man is a global phenomena. Honestly, there are people all over the world of all ages and all backgrounds that report having seen him. Many have also noted a very dark energy emitted from him, and they say immediately they knew he was extremely evil and very likely wanted to kill them. I can kind of relate to that feeling. I felt immediate danger, hence why I let out the most horrific scream when I saw him. Some have also claimed that the hat man has attacked them by jumping on or choking them and have experienced burning in their chest or tingling on their scalp. When I saw him, he didn't really move. He just hovered above the bed and had a very menacing vibe. Now, I found a story of another person who had a run-in with this dark hat man, and I wanted to share it with you because... I found it to be particularly terrifying. I'll post the link to the Reddit thread, 
The username is their eyes upon you as if that's not ominous enough. And I'm going to post it all in my show notes so you can see. Here it goes. I saw him at 18 years old in my room after a particularly traumatic experience. I woke up at an incredibly late hour, probably two to three. I didn't check, but something was off. I was speaking in a language I've never heard. I was speaking to what I can only describe as a young girl or something with the body type of a young girl, perhaps 14, in a dress. I couldn't make out her features, but I could make out her eyes and her mouth, which could only be described as sharp-looking, like a human piranha or something. She was whispering something in my ear, and I was replying in this strange language. But it wasn't just the shadow girl. My bed was surrounded by tall, dark figures, which I could not make out the features of, perhaps four of them, not counting the girl. They sat motionless and watched me, but the most striking figure was a tall man in a wide-brimmed hat standing in the corner of my room. I could feel as if he was amused, no, more amused than the others. Each time the girl whispered in my ear, I would let out a reply of which I didn't understand, and the man in the hat would be delighted. You'd think that one would be scared of this sort of encounter, but it felt familiar. I felt rather warm, as if I were surrounded by old friends or family. My room was darker than usual, possibly because of all the figures obstructing my vision, but this conversation carried on for probably five minutes or more until out of nowhere they all disappeared and what was left was a dark purple haze that dissipated as well. When it was gone, my room was much brighter as if a cloud had come over me and carried these specters within it. I had similar encounters to that three more times. My description of the hat man matches yours. A wide brimmed hat with a robe or a trench coat probably at least seven feet tall. Take a deep breath. (laughs) I had mentioned that scientists think that the hat man vision can be as a result of anxiety, and people have reported that they've seen him during times of stress. I thought this was really interesting because I've suffered with anxiety and panic disorder for the majority of my life. I really only got help for it in my older years, like in my probably mid-20s, when I started taking medication. And after I started taking my meds consistently and feeling the effects of it starting to feel better, my sleep paralysis and my visions just about completely stopped. I mean, I've still had a few here and there, but it's definitely not all the time. It's definitely not how it used to be. I'm not sure if this has anything to do with the fact that I'm just sleeping more heavily or what, but I obviously can't ignore the correlation. So, I'm opening it up to you. Have you seen the hat man? Have you had a sleep paralysis experience? Do you think it can be scientifically explained or is it something more spiritual? I would love to hear from you. Send me your spooky stories and maybe I'll share them in a future episode. That's it for me tonight. I am signing off before the thunder and the lightning starts, and you can guarantee I will be sleeping with the bathroom door light on. 
Thanks so much for listening and for all of your support. Next week, I promise I will be back with another true crime story, which is, of course, my focus. But a little spook spook every now and then is fun. If you want to reach out, you can find me over on Facebook at Serial Space Napper. That's S-E-R-I-A-L-N-A-P-P-E-R. You can also search for me on Apple or Spotify or just about any major podcasting app out there. Check me out over on Twitter. That's Serial underscore Napper. Or I'm on YouTube and my username is a little bit more annoying, but here I am. It's Nikki Young Serial Napper, all one word. Head over on whatever app you're listening to me on and leave me a review, please, 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 if you don't mind. I super appreciate your support and it helps me to get my podcast out there and have more people listen. So super appreciate it. Until next time, don't be a Dahmer or a hat man. Bye.